What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. And uh, slowly, Ronis, we creep closer and closer to week 18. The hot topics, obviously, uh, are the uh, are the lines and who's sitting and who's not sitting and incentives and prop bets and all sorts of stuff like that, man. It's uh, it's getting a, a little crazy here right now with uh, with teams that, you know, suddenly didn't have anything to play for and now do they have something to play for yeah i mean we're still gonna be getting more answers as the week goes on and we get closer to game time and uh, i think you'll see some teams pull their starters early too so it does make it a very unpredictable week it definitely does now like for you gambling wise like play you know picking games against the spread um here in week 18, knowing that there is, you know, the possible scoreboard watching, I mean, you just avoid any game whatsoever that has that opera that has that potential. Yeah. I won't be going heavy this week. It's just, there's too many unknowns and, and things that can pop up during the game. So I won't be going heavy on a lot of these games. Okay. What about prop bets with guys who have, you know, like something to play for here? Like, just for example, Rob Gronkowski, right? He is seven catches away from a half a million dollars. He's uh, 85 receiving yards away from a half a million dollars. He's three touchdowns away from a half a million dollars. Um, would you be more inclined to uh, betting Gronkowski's props in that game? Or would you much rather bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight points over Carolina? No, I'm more... Some of the props, I mean, Cooper Cup, obviously looking to set records. So those circumstances, I'll look at more. Yeah, the Cooper Cup one's interesting because that's, um, what is it, like 12 catches and 100 and some odd yards? Yeah. 12 catches, a lot of catches, but you know that, that Stafford will just keep feeding him. Yeah, and he's done it before, so I wouldn't be surprised. And I think he had 11 catches against San Fran in the first matchup, 11 for 122. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how do you view that? I mean, you know, when you look at that game there, because from a from a betting standpoint, I mean, San Francisco has traditionally done well uh, against the Rams. So, you know, as like a four point dog in a must win situation. I mean, yeah, we can look at Cooper Cup on the on the props there, but Niners aren't going to be scoreboard watching. They're going to be playing all out. Do you look to them to cover that spread? Yeah, I mean, I want to see who's quarterback. But I would still take San Fran. Uh, they he, Shannon has a good history against McVay. They need the game to get in. Uh, obviously, the Rams need it to win the division. But uh, with that line, I would take uh, San Francisco. What, what what do you think? What's your what's your gut telling you here? Is Shanahan just lying to us again and trying to you know hype up the possibility of Jimmy Garoppolo? I know Debo Samuel came out and said Garoppolo looked great. Um, again, I get that it's a must win, but Shanahan has traditionally been the biggest liar uh, among all the NFL coaches. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing some gamesmanship as well. They don't want to tip their hands. So um, I think they probably prefer in this matchup for it to be Jimmy G. Uh, I know Lance was fine last week, but I would think they want Jimmy G here. I would think that, I mean, if he's healthy enough to do it, I just, you know. Fractured thumb, torn UCL in the in you know in the in the in the throwing hand. I'm like, really? I mean, ugh. 
like you know for DFS purposes, it, you know I'm I'm in on like you know Debo and I'm in on Ayuk and I like Kittle. Uh, Elijah Mitchell's fine, but I won't even remotely think about using a quarterback in that one because if Jimmy starts, uh, you know Aaron Donald throwing his uh, throwing his weight around could easily re-injure that hand easily. Could tear his whole thumb off. Whole thing yeah. could just come right off, Adam. Definitely possible. Just rip it right off. Just snap it like a twig. All right. Well, what we're gonna do here is we're just gonna go through all the games. Uh, you know, if we uh if we're if we're worried about scoreboard watching or or whatever, people resting, we're just gonna go with like a no bet. Don't have to get too crazy into it here, but you know, maybe we'll throw down some uh, some possible prop talk there as well, and uh, and we'll give you guys a little something to uh, to think about as you head into week uh, eighteen. Here, you ready, Adam? Yeah. All right. Start off with the Saturday games. Chiefs are a ten and a half point favorite over the Broncos. Um, Chiefs need the win if they want to compete at least for that uh, for that for that home field advantage in that first week bye. So. I figure they're all they're going to be playing all out to start. Um, Denver really has nothing to play for whatsoever. Um, Chiefs eight and eight against the spread on the season, four and one against the spread in their last five. Yeah, I lean the Chiefs. I just don't see how Denver could put up points. You know, they've scored 13 points in the two Drew Locke starts. Uh, I know the Chiefs defense wasn't as good last week, but that was against Cincinnati. So. I just don't see Denver putting up points here, even though the first matchup against Kansas City, Denver moved the ball very well. And I think over 400 yards of offense, but they kept stalling in the red zone and making mistakes. But that was with Bridgewater. So I just don't see them doing much with Locke. So uh, I lean the Chiefs. All right. In the uh, in the COVID ball, I lean the Chiefs as well. I do. I was actually just talking to Craig Mish about it. and He's like, He's like, this is a no bet for me because I can't trust the Kansas City Chiefs to cover the spread, and Denver's terrible. I'll never take them again. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, the other game on Saturday, Dallas Cowboys uh, on the road here against the Eagles. It's the COVID Bowl. Cowboys are favored by five right now. Um, Tyron Smith has the COVID. Micah Parsons has the COVID. I'm sure we'll hear a couple of other names here and there. On the Eagles side, um, Again, I mean, they, they've got Goddard out with COVID. They've got Scott out with COVID. Miles Sanders has the fractured hand. So they're banged up. But, I mean, you know, I don't really – I think they just kind of turtle uh, for this game here. And, um, you know, because they don't want to play any of their stars. They are going to the playoffs. Um, so, actually, I mean, this 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 will be a no bet for me. Yeah, me too. There's just not much here. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, like looking at Dallas, is that is that possibility of the number two seed? Is that like that much of an incentive or for the same token? Do they really even have to do much in order to beat the Eagles in this one? Yeah, I mean, they need a lot of help to get that two seed. So that's that's the problem. So they're probably looking at it is they're probably going to be the four (laughs) and they're just going to, you know, play accordingly. Right. All right. Um, so those are the two Saturday games. Let's kick it off here with Sunday. Let's start off Packers Lions. Uh, Packers a three and a half point favorite here against Detroit. Um, you know, I, 
I know Aaron Rodgers, if he like finishes in the top three and passing touchdowns, he gets an extra hundred K. Uh, I know Devonte Adams came out and said, you know, if, if you're scared, go to church. But to me, there's absolutely zero reason that the Packers have to even remotely, remotely put their guys at risk. Incentives or not, Aaron Rodgers doesn't need the money. Detroit, I, this for me, this is Detroit taking the points. If you're giving me that extra hook on the three and a half, I'm even more grateful. Yeah, I don't think Green Bay is going to play most of their players. It makes no sense. They already have the number one seed, so it makes no sense to push these guys and risk injury in a meaningless game. So I lean Detroit with the points. Yeah, that's where I'm at also. Uh, Colts, Jaguars. <laughs> The first of one of the big, big Mama Luke spreads here. It's a 15 and a half pointer. Um, the Jaguars are absolutely terrible. The Colts need, you know, they, they need the win, right? I don't know, they haven't clinched a playoff spot. So we're looking at the possibility of, uh, of, a, of a big blowout here. Jonathan Taylor, run him hard, get that big lead, just kind of, you know, you can probably run Naeem Hines for the second half in this one. But can you lay 15 and a half, especially when they've never won it? They haven't won a game in Jacksonville in like five years. Yeah, they've lost six straight there, including week one last year. So whatever the reason is, they just struggle against this team. Uh, I think it's too many points. I think the Colts win, but I'm not going to lay the 15 and a half. Yeah, it's, it's just too much. It's just as bad as Jacksonville is. And they are atrocious i just it's just too many points too many points um washington football team is seven point favorite over the giants i mean washington doesn't have any kind of an incentive they just they have better players they're a better team i'd lean just them and and lay in the points here just because i mean the giants are just they're, they're terrible i probably won't bet this game but if i'm leaning anyway it's uh it's with washington yeah or you could tease it um giants are just done um they've lost five straight all by double digits uh i know four of them were on the road but still they giants just checked out a while ago (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh it's it's crazy it's crazy how bad they are um (laughs) i laugh only because it it just it, it just continues to kill the New York football giants continue to kill my sex life on Sundays, right? Well, Sundays during football over. season, my one week to go. Down. They can't Never. kill it after this week. I know. Right. Even better. Right. You know, kind of root on some playoff teams, get some FFPC, uh, you know, contest entries there. Maybe that'll put us into a, into a, a much better mood. Uh, bears, Vikings, um, Justin Fields has the vid. He's not playing. Kirk Cousins is coming back this week here. This line jumped from uh, from Vikings minus three and a half to Vikings minus five and a half in the past, uh, what, day? Day or so? Yeah, two days, day and a half. Um, you got a lean here? You take the value there with uh, Minnesota? Probably, again, a game that's meaningless. Um, that's the tough part, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll lean Minnesota, but again, not really going to bet it. Um, Yeah, I don't really want to bet. Betting a meaningless game is just that. It's meaningless. If I were to lean, I would take the Vikings and lay the points only because just the Bears, you know, it's just they're just they're they're not good. They're not good. 
Um, speaking of not good, how about the Bengals backups uh, getting six points here on the road uh, in Cleveland, a team that just, you know, has obviously just given up on the season and they've just been a, a huge, huge disappointment. The only incentive, though, for the Bengals really is um, is Jamar Chase is like 43 yards away from, you know, hitting a uh, an incentive. I think what is like 1500 yards or 1600 yards. That uh, that he's looking at, but Joe Burrow's not playing in this one. Um, Joe Mixon is not playing in this one. I, for me, it's a no bet only because I'm not going to bet on the Browns to cover a six point spread when I've seen just how piss poor they are and how much they've quit on the season. Even though Case Keenum is definitely better than Baker Mayfield, I just I'm not interested here. Yeah, I'm not either. Neither team cares. Uh... I would take the points if I had to, but yeah, another game with nothing on the line. Who's better, Brandon Allen, the quarterback for the Bengals, or Brandon Allen, the former first baseman for the Diamondbacks? Um, they both are bad, so uh, I'll take <laughs> I'll take the Bengals quarterback. <laughs> Moving right along, the Titans, ten point favorites against the Texans. If Kansas City wins, the Titans need the win to get their home field advantage. Um, I don't necessarily know if Derrick Henry shows up in this game at all or if they even try playing Derrick Henry. Um, maybe they keep him on the bench, and, you know, unless and if they're losing, maybe they, they try something desperate in the second half. Um, but they're going to the playoffs no matter what. The question is, is would you lay 10? No, I would lean towards the Texans. They've been playing pretty well, um, and it's tough to trust the Titans. It's a big favorite just because they're more of a run team. I know they covered last week, but they don't stretch the field. You know, they're not going to put up huge numbers. So I would lean towards uh, taking the points. And, you know, I think most people who are betting are always going to take the team that needs to win. And that doesn't work out most of the time. You know, these teams that don't have much to play for, they, they come to play. Uh, they like playing spoiler. And I think the public bets the team that needs to win. And oftentimes it's the other team that covers. All right. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Talking about, you know, a lot of things like, you know, take that Detroit green Bay game, you know, take the points uh, you know, with a team that's going to play its starters against a team that is likely to sit their starters or could sit their starters at some point in the game. Um, you know, that's been the the, the lean there as well. Um, Pittsburgh Ravens. Uh, Steelers are on the road getting four points. Uh, both teams have an, a very outside shot, a very outside shot of making the playoffs, whoever the winner is. Uh, in this one, they need a bunch of other stuff to happen uh, in order for uh, for them to get in. So it's highly unlikely that they make it. But where do you lean here? I kind of want to lean the Steelers just because these games between Pittsburgh and Baltimore always come down to like the last second field goal. Yeah, I take the points. Uh, doesn't look like Lamar Jackson is going to play at this point. So, you know, usually these teams do play close games. Uh, motivation for both. I mean, yeah, I know they mathematically have a shot, but I think they both realize they're not getting in. Uh, so I'll take the points. I'll take the points as well. 
Um, all right. Well, those are the early games on Sunday. When Adam and I get back after this quick commercial break, we will give you the late games. And then, of course, the big one, Sunday night football, win and you're in, Chargers, Raiders. Who do you got in that game? Adam and I will tell you who we've got when we get right back after this. All right, Adam, let's kick off the uh, the afternoon slate. The late slate starts off uh, in Atlanta. The New Orleans Saints, they need the win plus a San Francisco loss in order to get into the uh, into the playoffs here. But the Saints offense, I mean, the Saints in general just have not been doing well. They've not been scoring points. Um, Atlanta definitely coming to play in this one. So you got to lean either way. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta. I think they'll cover here. I think they'll play well. Um, Atlanta did have a 24-6 lead against the Saints um, when they played them. <laughs> then I think New Orleans' comeback fell short. But, yeah, division game. Uh, don't like each other. Uh, I'm going to take Atlanta with the points. Take Atlanta with the points. The over-under in this one is 39 and a half. How gross. So. Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> so bad. Um, all right, Buffalo hosting the Jets. The The Bills are a 16-point favorite. Uh, Stefan Diggs has the opportunity of making an extra $3 million if he can uh, come up with six catches for 231 receiving yards. So six catches I could see him getting easily in this one. 231, still a, a pretty high price to pay. Do, in in, in with what you've seen, because a lot of people are like, you know, players and coaches, they're talking about it all the time. They're, you know, they're very into like getting the player his uh, his bonus money if they can. But, you know, again, Buffalo is going to the playoffs. They only need to just beat the Jets. They don't need to absolutely demolish them. And if you're going to get a million and a half just on six receptions, can you concede uh, that they're not just going to continuously force feed him? So that he can hit that 231 mark. Yeah, I don't see him getting the 231. Um, the reception, sure. Um, and I'm gonna take the Jets here. They've been playing better. Um, it's a divisional game. So uh, I'll take the points. Taking the points with the Jets. God, the Jets are so bad. So hurtful. I don't know what to do with them. Um, yeah, I mean. I can see what you're saying there. I mean, Buffalo could just take their foot off the gas. Like if they just, if they, if they're beating up the jets, let's say it's like 24 to nothing at the end of the half. Right. And you know, it comes back in the second half and they're just kind of running the ball and they're running the clock out and they're just kind of like letting that go. And the jets could come back and, you know, backdoor their way in with a, uh, with a touchdown, and maybe a field goal. So um, I could see the points going that way. I won't bet it because I hate betting on the Jets, but nevertheless, uh, 49ers Rams. We talked about this one already here. Um, I think we're both leaning San Francisco plus the points um, in this one here. Uh, but we also like Cooper Cup in the uh, with the props, right? Wait, wait I, I haven't even seen his uh, if they've posted props yet for this uh, for this game. Have they? Oh, yep. I'm seeing it right now. Rushing and receiving. Receiving yards for Cooper Cup, 116 and a half. Receptions for Cooper Cup. Oh, it's not posted yet. They don't have it posted yet. 
Oof, 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 oof. Um, all right. So that was that game. Where did I uh where did I leave off here? Uh Tampa Bay, Carolina. Ugh. Bucks an eight-point favorite over the Panthers. Here's a situation where we could see that if the if the Rams are up on the 49ers, um, that Tampa Bay could end up sitting there, guys. But I do like Gronk's uh his uh his incentive work. Yeah, the only problem is that they could pull their starters early. Um, yeah. So that's that's the one issue here. Um, but I mean, Carolina is so bad, though. They've done nothing. So I'll lean Tampa. But again, I'm probably not going to bet it. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will play Gronk everywhere in DFS because I think if Tommy Boy can uh, can help his buddy out a little bit, I think he will. Um, it also helps that Godwin is out. I think Evans is uh, is in need of like a, a touchdown and some yardage as well to reach some incentives. So I think I think Brady hits those two guys uh, early and often, and then we'll see what happens in that second half. So yeah, Evans needs um, like uh, I think it's like fifty three yards or something. Uh, no, fifty four yards to get to one thousand yards for eight straight years. Yep. Oh, there it is. Yep. All righty. That's uh, again, I think Brady looks at that and says, yeah, no problem. Now let's do let's let's handle that in the first quarter, please. So I can so I can take a rest. Let's let's go up 35 to nothing so that I can uh, I can go sit around, you know, lounge for the uh, for the next one. Uh, Patriots Dolphins. Um, here you go again. Patriots. If Buffalo is up big on the Jets, they can pull their starters uh, as well, kind of take their foot off the gas. I know Miami looked terrible last week, but I kind of like, you know, I kind of like Miami plus the points here um, for the fact that they're just going to be playing all out. Patriots are likely to start sitting guys late in this game. Yeah, I like Miami. I think they're going to want to finish the season strong, spoil a division rival. Um, and they beat them earlier this year. So. Yeah, I'm a, I like Miami getting the points. Okay. Um, up, 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 Seattle. Ah, here you go. Big love fest in Seattle now. Russell Wilson comes out and says that he wants to win Super Bowl championships and he wants to be in Seattle when he does it. DK Metcalf says he wants to go nowhere. He wants to stay in Seattle. And if uh, Tyler Lockett, what, gets his two touchdowns and like a million-dollar bonus then with that? And uh, then all of a sudden, uh, it's a big love fest in Seattle playing spoiler against the Cardinals, who, you know, could be doing some scoreboard watching of their own. Uh, and, you know, if the, if the Rams are up big, then uh, then maybe the Cardinals turn around and say, yeah, you know, we'll just we'll just take our playoff spot. We're not going to win the division. Yeah, I'm going to take the points with Seattle. I think these teams tend to play close games. So um, last week, you know, Arizona was in a good spot to buy on them. I think the line was too high and they came and won. And now the line's a little high in their favor. So I'm going to take Seattle getting the points. Seattle giving the, getting the points. Is there a team more polarizing than the Arizona Cardinals right now, right? Five-point dogs to the Dallas Cowboys last week, seven-point favorite now this week uh, over Seattle. They've been so up and down at times. It's crazy. Last game, Adam. Here we go. Sunday night football. Chargers, three-point favorites on the road against the Raiders. Woohoo! 
We have we have the Chargers at forty to one to win the Super Bowl. I know that you're picking the Chargers here, right? Uh, by default, uh, hopefully they don't, you know, disappoint like we've seen them do in the past. Um, but I think they're the better team. I know the Raiders have kind of surprised, but I think the Chargers will find a way to get it done on the offensive end and uh, get the W. They really need to. They really, uh, you know, I mean, again, we've you and I have been uh, fans of the Chargers all season long and even going back to the preseason there. So they can't let us down now, man. If they miss the playoffs on the, if they just, if they botch this one, I will, I will never, I will never go back to them again. I won't, I won't do it. I, it would hurt. I think it would hurt too much, Adam. It really would. They better not disappoint. I mean, come out, play strong, put up points, take control of the game. Please, please, Los Angeles Chargers, please. You get so much talent there. I mean, I'm worried that Josh Jacobs is just going to run through them and run over them the entire time here. That's that's my big concern, but the offense needs to kick into high gear. You This needs to be – you need like a 383 and five touchdowns from Justin Herbert in this one. That's what you need. That would be nice to see. I would definitely yeah. like to see that. I would, too. I would, too. Look at that. Adam and I getting along here at the tail end with our Chargers. We'll have to just kind of wait and see. So uh, any other uh, any other parting words of wisdom for the uh, for the public, Adam? Yeah, just try and bet these games if you are <laughs> the last minute, because uh, we're going to see more players sit. There's no question in my mind. You're also going to have more COVID issues. So. You know, you don't need to bet every game. You don't need to go crazy this week. So kind of just wait to the last second um, unless you see something and you think a number is going to move too much. Right. Yeah. That's always, you know, if you're going to try and get some value out of that. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here, Adam. Best of luck to you and all of your contests and uh, all of your bets and uh, and the PicksWise pool. You uh you're ahead of me there. I had a terrible week this past week, so I need a I need a really strong week to finish up top, and uh, you need a good strong solid week just to kind of maintain that uh, that status you've got. Yeah, it's uh, probably going to take like a five and a week to finish in first, is my guess. Well, one point out of first, two teams sitting at sixty four. I'm at sixty three, and then you and another team at sixty two. So kind of going to need a perfect week here. You know, there's no margin for error. I don't think a three and two week, even hitting the best bets, going to get it done. My fucking no. goodness. Evan Fournier right now is on absolute fire. He's got 39 points. He has been playing like shit, but yet he has three games against the Celtics who he played for last year of at least 28 points. So you're saying the, the revenge game narrative? He played on Tuesday and scored uh, no points in 20 minutes. He has his last five games are 0, 20, 3, 13, 15. He's got 39 with four minutes left. So his games against Boston this year, 32. Um, where's the other one? 32, 32, and now 39. So... If he's not playing Boston, he's not motivated to do shit this year. It's great. I mean, I did do a same game parlay and I put his points at over 12 and a half. 
So I thought he would do well, but shit. 30, uh, 39. Insane. 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 All right. Good to know. You know, I'm just, I'm looking on Twitter right now and, um, yeah, he, uh, in Pemba had sent a, a message to, to James Grande was they were talking about, you know, the podcast. And he said, Fournier has destroyed the Celtics both times this year. Wonder if Tibbs lets him ride. Yeah, because the last game he played 22 minutes. He played 26 minutes on the second, 20 minutes on New Year's Eve. He hasn't played more than 30 minutes since Christmas. So, and obviously tonight he's just hitting every single shot that he's taking. So that's good to know. And they play Boston again on Saturday. So, <laughs> so do we uh, bet, uh, you know, 20 plus points? Because his prop, I think tonight was 11 and a half. So it's you not know, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> this happened to me last year when uh, when I was trying to bet on some basketball and play some NBA DFS. And I was trying to ride the Trey Young train. And of course, the one game that I went in on Trey Young, uh, he shit the bet. Yeah, sometimes that happens, unfortunately. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, if you, uh, so you, you don't want me betting this one. I could use overtime in this game. I need some more. All right. Well, then I, I hope that you get everything that you could possibly want out of this game, Adam. I hope you do. And uh, and I know you're going to have a great time talking to Fenstey all about Evan Fournier and just how out of, the, out of his mind he looks like he's playing right now. So that'll do it for us here on Ante Up. Again, thank you all for listening, liking, subscribing. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. Catch you next time.